0: What happens when two souls bind together after leaving grueling chapters in their lives? A fire is set ablaze when Yasmin enters the Centille household. She's offered an opportunity that would greatly benefit her, but soon realizes that the work may be too strenuous. Matters are made worse when the larger-than-life personality enters her existence. He's everything that Yasmin imagined, but knows he's no good. However, his presence is way too commanding for her to ignore, and she soon finds herself confined in his web of chaos. Hello, my beautiful people, and we are here to discuss St. Ave by Sheree Lewis. I'm going to tell you all right now, Yasmin Yasmin got on my motherfucking nerves, and we just going to start right there. So... Unfortunately, Jasmine is getting a divorce from her husband, and they're at the courthouse, you know, going over like finalizing everything. And she got the short end of the stick. I think he only had to pay her $5,000, and that was to be paid over in time. She wouldn't have been able to survive off of that. And she was like basically a housewife, and she had nothing to fall back on. And she got a little loud with the judge, like, that's it, that's all. And he got the house, like he got everything and she was basically left with nothing. So as she's leaving the courthouse, she says something to him and he basically tells her, you know, get over it. You lost. And this woman approaches her, which I can understand why she was hesitant because, madam, why are you approaching her outside of this courthouse? Like, I got a job for you, you know, Just call me up and it's something that you should be interested in because Yasmin, like she knows she has nothing, but it's just like, lady, you don't know me to be walking up on me telling me that I basically have no choice to take this job from you because it almost sounded like the woman was a pimp because that's the vibe she was giving off. And Yasmin is like, you don't know anything about me. She's like, I know that you're being left with nothing and that your husband basically just screws you over. So, you know, take my number down and give me a call and um, I'll be expecting to hear from you. And she walks away. And it's just like, first of all, what are you doing in this courthouse? But Yasmin, she did embarrass herself. I'm sorry. It's just like, girl. So she goes and calls her friend back home. And she's like, you know, things aren't going too well. And the friend is like, well, you know, you can always move back. And she's like, girl, that's I will never move back there. I'm never coming back home. And you know that already. And as my best friend, I don't even know why you saying this to me. Which also got my but we're gonna get there. I'm I'm jumping ahead. We're gonna get there. Cause I don't is the best friend really a best friend. But um you know, she spends a few days wallowing in self pity. And she calls the lady and is like, you know, what is this job? This woman, you know, she was decked out um, in jewelry and she just seemed like somebody who had money. She's like, um, I want you to be a nanny to my twin grandchildren. And Yasmin is like, no, I ain't never been no nanny. Like that, that don't sound like a good idea. But basically the woman is like, you can do it. You know, I believe in you got faith and this. Something that basically you need to do because you have no other options. Like once again, throwing up at her face, like your husband left you with nothing. So come watch my grandkids. And at first she's just like, no, which I'm still not understanding. It's like, girl, why did you take the job? Cause then she realized that she ain't got other choice. So she does take the job, but it's like, you know, you don't have experience. I don't know why you would get yourself involved with a woman who just walks up to you And later on, it says, just watch my grandchildren. Because I would think she was insane. Because if I'm telling you that I have no experience, I really too much don't even like children. But you're like, oh, we ain't going to worry about that. Just come watch my grandkids. Like I'm thinking there's something wrong with you. Because once you be protective of your grandchildren and try to find somebody that's actually qualified and that likes kids and has some type of experience. But despite all of that, she goes, she packs up cause she tells them, you know, you'll be living in the house and you'll be spending all of your time with them basically. And it's like, they, well, not all of her time. Cause it's like, they go to school, they have activities, but she'll be taking care of them. And, um, she makes, uh, the grandmother, her, we found out her name is Natasha. She makes her sign an NDA And we later on find out that she made her sign a contract as well, because she didn't know whose children these were. These two twin children, um, their father, his name is Hero, and he's like a rapper turned record, uh, what is it, what is it called, uh, why am I trying to blank? what is it called, um, like a recording studio, you know, like bad boy, record label, Jesus. Um, he owns one of those, but he's known to be like a menace to society. He's just so disrespectful. He gets into rap beats. He's been shot at, like all that type of stuff. So she's like, you didn't tell me that these were his kids. I don't think I could be involved with him. And she's like, you're not. He's basically going all the time. So, it's just going to be you and the children. And that was another thing. I'm like, Yasmin, you don't know that man for you to be passing judgment the way you was. Like, why didn't you say it was him? Do you know him? Like, he gets into all this. But it's like, baby, it ain't like you going to be attached to him. You know, I mean, attached in that way. Like, it ain't like this going to hurt your reputation in no type of way. And nothing. So, yeah, let's. I'm telling you, Yasmin made me sick. So, Yasmin went to the ex husband's house, just snooped, like she really just walked right in and was just standing in the house. It's like, girl, you are so desperate. This relationship is over. I'm still not understanding why she even went to the house. But she goes to the house and she's just standing there listening to him and another woman. And when they catch her ass, she sees that it's a woman that he works with that basically she always had an inkling about. But could never really prove anything. And he's promising her, like, you know, you can come in and redecorate all of this. It's me and you now, baby. And it's just like, oh, but y'all divorced now. So whether you knew or you didn't know, what does it matter? And why are you going outside like this? Like, she tries to attack the lady. The ex-husband grabs her and throws her outside onto the ground. And says, anything that you have, you know, like, I'll bring it out here. But you're not going to do this. Treated her like dirt. And I'm just like, Yasmin, you are taking L after L, baby. It is ridiculous. And she later finds out that um her ex-husband and the judge, like, they're in a picture together. So they're friends. So there's no way that that judge should have, um you know, presided over their divorce case. And she goes to her lawyer, and her lawyer almost sounds like she didn't want to, like... Make no waves about it. So basically like, girl, you lost. Just give it up and let that be that. So I was just like, girl, you losing from all sides. And then she starts the the job, which is not going well because them little kids is bad as hell. They used to getting what they want and doing whatever they want. They bad as hell. I was reading that like, I know people say you shouldn't whoop it, but I had to whoop the fuck out them kids. Um. But anyway, so, and that was okay. As soon as she gets there, Natasha Lee, she's like, You know, you got this. I got important engagements that I have to get to. So basically, peace. So she's left in the house with two badass kids and a chef. And I think there's um a, a housekeeper, because I don't like to say maid, a housekeeper who they have to show her the ropes and like basically what the kids. Routine is, because Na- Natasha left, like, as soon as she like, you going to do the job, you signing these papers, bye. Um, and it's not until they finally get, like, a little routine going after she done got them in check. Because I think, what, like, one of them over flooded the toilet. Or, like, anytime she told them to do something, they wasn't doing it. They're like, girl, we ain't got to listen to you. And uh she finally put her foot down, and they established... Uh, Understanding. Here come they daddy, and of course he don't know who the hell she is. So he like, who the fuck are you, and why are you here? And it's just they both was rude to each other. It was some bullshit. So he like, you know, get out. And he goes to try to call his mom, but of course she don't pick up the phone. And then she calls him back, like, you know, what's up, son? He like, you couldn't do the one fucking thing I asked you to do which is watch your grandkids. And she's like, you know, no, I got a nanny. They going to watch. Uh, I mean, she's going to watch them. They're in good hands. And he's like, you know, what do you know about her? Like what. What credentials do she have? Like run me down some tell me something. She can't tell him nothing. And she's like, but don't worry about it. I made her sign an NDA and a contract. Um, So she can't say nothing. And basically, you know, she's already under contract. So you might as well keep her. And that, like, when he goes back to talk to Yasmin, because she's ready to go. She's like, you know, I ain't got to put up with this from either one of y'all. I really too much don't even like these kids, so I can't leave. But he's like, you know, you under contract. And she's like, what? So that was news to her. Natasha told her all she was signing was a NDA, and that was it. Not no contract that's keeping her there for, I think, six months? Six months to a year, is what she signed on for, which again, I'm like, I'm back on Yasmin. Like, why the fuck didn't you read what you were signing? She could have told you whatever you don't, y'all don't know each other. You shouldn't have trust nothing she said at face value. But, uh, Hero talks to his kids and is like, you know, do y'all like her? What's up? Should I keep her? And they're like, mm, yeah, she all right. You know, let her stay. So, um. Oh, I forgot to mention that their mother is not there. The, um, I believe she, she died or th- yeah, she died at this point. Um, so it's just been them. So he's like, you know, all right, I ain't gonna fire her. He tells her to go get her stuff. Cause they're going to, what was it? The museum, the kids love going to the museum and he loves spending time with them while he can so um, he's back for a couple of days. Uh, what was it? It was also like a concert that they went to where he took the kids and took her along as well, which she kind of cracked me up a little bit. Yasmin, she's like, what? Me? He like, ain't you their nanny? Like, yeah, you're included now, too. Come on, get your stuff and, you know, watch my kids. So they start getting along as well because he's noticing, like, she's not so bad after all, even though we, like this woman should not be watching children. But whatever. So like I said, they getting along, it's going good, Whoop will do whatever. Until. Nope, not even then. So one day, like she goes to check on the kids because they've been in the room with Hero all day. And um, they won't come out like he doesn't come out. They just literally stay in the bed all day. He just kind of sleeps. The day away. Um, oh yeah, so it wasn't until the little boy had an asthma attack. And so his sister is like, you know, his asthma pump is in our dad's room, and that's the one room, you know, she's never supposed to go in. But she has to get the asthma pump because he's having an asthma attack. And that's somebody who had asthma, has asthma, I don't know, because they say it never fully goes away, but I haven't had an asthma attack. In forever, but as a kid, I had it really bad. Them asthma attacks like, no joke, you feel like you can't breathe, like, it's all over. But anyway, so she goes up into his room and he's in the shower. So she sees the medical bag that the little girl was talking about and she's looking at it, and some stuff falls out. And that's when he comes out the bathroom yelling at her, like, you know, like, what are you doing? You shouldn't even be in here. Like, why are you looking through that? Like, why are you looking through my stuff? And she's telling him the situation, like, you know, he's having an asthma attack. I came in here for his pump, you know, and he's like, "Uh, you just should have told me, like, I got to get out. He has a, a form of depression. I forgot, like, the clinical term for it. But he has a form of depression and he's upset that she now knows this information and that she's somehow going to leak it to, like, blogs and stuff like that. And it's something that he doesn't want anybody to know. So there's days where he just gets into the bed and doesn't get out. And it's it's not right for him to lean on his children, but because they don't really know like what is called and what's going on with him, but they just know to get in the bed and they'll just lay with him all day. And they'll be they like lean on each other. So he calls his mom and she reminds him, like, you know. I made her sign the NDA. She couldn't say anybody. She couldn't say anything to anybody if she wanted to. Which I'm like, she definitely could. Like, it ain't shit you could sue her for. She ain't got nothing. Um, so and then come to find out, not come to find out, but we learned. his mom won shit from the get-go when she hired Yasmin, but also like she didn't, she didn't raise her own children. She didn't him and uh Hero has a sister. I forgot her name, but he has a sister that he basically leans on instead of the mother. So it's like she didn't want to take care of her kids. So I knew she wasn't going to raise her uh, or watch her grandchildren. But she threatens him to tell the world about his um, depression as well. It's just like, you are supposed to be this hard up gangster when people find out you have depression. That's basically going to ruin your whole reputation. So he was dealing with it. For a while. And then like after he kind of spazzed on Yasmin about that. He goes and apologizes. And they. They start having. Like after they have a conversation about it. They start having sex. Where it's not a relationship. But they literally just like have sex. On occasion. And then um, the kids say they wanted to have Christmas. Or go to Christmas. Some shit like that. But it's um, they went to a cabin and you know they were just having fun but the mom comes back and tells yasmin you know i told you to watch my grandchildren not fuck my son and yasmin is like you got some kind of nerve like you basically dropped these kids in my lap and you left and ain't heard nothing from you so you have no right to tell me anything so and natasha's like oh okay got you she leaves, but then next thing you know, she comes back, and there's a woman there, and it's the kid's mom. Now, we thought she died of an overdose, because I forgot to mention the little boy drew a picture of his mom like face down on the ground with white stuff coming out of her mouth. Now, come to find out when Hero like first had got into the music industry, she would go partying with him, and after a while, she started doing drugs. So... When they came home one day, they found her overdosed, laid out on the floor, and Hero had sent her to rehab, and so like that's where she been all this time, and uh, of course the kids are happy to see her because they thought she died, but then it's just like uh, Natasha wanted to shit. She like here's your wife, and no, he was like uh, Natasha was like look who's here, and then like the woman says something like uh I've been going trying to get better and you out here cheating on me and then she says something to Yasmin to the tune of like you're fucking my husband and so Yasmin of course she leaves because she's like you didn't tell me that you were married like why would you form this relationship with me knowing that you're married and he's basically like you know it's really just on paper I don't deal with her like that no more. I want nothing to do with her. And after that happened, he didn't want nothing to do with his mama either. Because for some reason, the wife kept trying to act like he got her hooked on the drugs when he didn't. He don't do drugs. He don't have nothing to do with drugs. So it's just like, you start going to these parties and I guess because you were bored or you you were looking for something different, You got yourself on drugs. You overdosed and our children had to see you like that. The best idea for you was send you away to get yourself together. But I don't owe you nothing. I don't want to be with you no more. And this whole thing is over with. So he goes on to either a talk show or a radio show and exposes himself saying, you know, Telling them about his depression and what may have caused it. And that he just, uh, felt like it was time to let the world know what was going on with him. And he really did it because Natasha threatened him like one too many times. Like now she has nothing to hold over his head. And then also the wife goes on Instagram live talking about, um, hero been keeping her away from her children and all she wants is to see her children. But it's like, babe, you're on drugs. And they saw you overdose. Please tell me in what courtroom, even if he wasn't who he was, who is giving you custody of those children? If he don't want you to see him, you're not going to see them. And so he releases information out on her. Um, you know, about her drug use and all that type of stuff, like, uh, cause she also accused him of being abusive. So it's just like, oh, we're not playing this game. He called somebody, he says, release it all. They like everything he said, release all that shit. I'm tired of everybody playing with me. And so he goes, uh, Jasmine, what was that? She gets a call from her friend who tells her that her mom is not doing too good and she don't, um, she don't care about that because her, her and her mom don't have a good relationship, so she doesn't care. And um, when she does go back home after finding out that Hero is married, she finds out that her mom is in the hospital and she really ain't too much alone for this world. Which, I'm sorry, if you already don't have a good relationship, I don't understand why you would subject yourself to to that, you know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't even entertain that conversation. So she goes to the hospital and, you know, there's tears like, oh, I never thought I'd see you again. And Yasmin asks, you know, like, where's your husband? Kind of find out her mama didn't uh leave her husband until, who was not Yasmin's dad, until like five, six years ago, claiming that he was just selfish and that pissy has been off. She's like, so you recently just left this man and you've been with him all this time. So then she leaves and she's upset. She's like, you know, I don't even know why I came here. So we find out when she was, I don't know. She was a teenager, but, um, her mom's boyfriend's son was touching her or trying to touch her inappropriately. And so she went to tell her mom and the son is like, man, she's lying. And then here go to daddy. She's upset about our relationship. So she's doing anything to try to break us up. My son wouldn't touch her. And she's standing there looking at her mom. Like, what are you going to do about this? And the mom is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's all calm down now. What's going on? And she's like, I just told you what was going on. And so, who are you going to believe, me or them? And she's like, you know, let's not do... And of course, here goes the boyfriend. I ain't got to take this. Me and my son, will leave right now. And the mama who's so desperate for a man, is like, whoa, 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 No, nobody, nobody has to leave, nobody. And it's just like, if I told you somebody just tried to touch me, what makes you think I'm staying here? And they should leave. They should definitely have to leave. But uh, Yasmin is like, when she realized that her mom wasn't going, didn't believe her. I wasn't going to do anything about it. She packed her stuff and she left. And that's when her and her ex-husband, they were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. She went to his house and was staying with him until he decided to move to, um, what is it? This is Sheree Lewis. So it's the universe of St. Saint- parkland where damn near everybody stays in you know in some capacity and he said he was moving there and she followed him there and you know they got married and that's how their life started and she hasn't been back home since so their relationship has been strained ever since so that's why she was crying when she saw her like I never thought I'd see you again and it's almost like girl you shouldn't have went back because to as soon as she learned that the mama recently just left that man she was still upset about it and the one thing that i hated is when she would like while she was still working for hero and they were developing whatever they were doing and she was looking after the kids the best friend will always like include her mama in the conversation and it's like i don't want to talk about that lady you know i don't have a good relationship with her so why do you keep bringing her up to me and then when she do get back home and just because that lady is dying everybody is like oh you need to put that behind you you need to make it right before she dies fuck her she could die for all i care and the relationship could be what it was like if i say my relationship ain't good with her and i feel a certain way about it who are you to try to force me into anything that's what pissed me off the most i'm just like uh i forgot it was somebody else another family member who was in there who said the same thing like you know you might as well go ahead and make up with her and just let that be what it is. I'm just like, man, fuck everybody. And then he wrote, he followed her. He well, he knew where she was at this whole time, but he like, you know, I'm tired of this. I want my woman. Cause by that time, like when they was uh in the little cabin situation having a fake Christmas, he knew then that he loved her. Um, and so he went to go get his woman, but she wasn't really feeling it, cause she's like. You lied to me. You did not disclose to me the fact that you were married and I'm really hurt about that. And so, um, when they go, he told her the same thing. Cause he sits at the hospital, like the kids, um, cause they want to see her. They miss her as well, which was also fucked up. Cause even though she didn't like kids, didn't have no business being a nanny, them kids had grown attached to her. And, you know, she was a part of their everyday routine, and they didn't need another person leaving them so they were happy to see her and then he's another person that tells her you know you need to make it right with your mom man fuck this woman in this hospital bed I do not care so um but anyway she ends up making up with her which I just what was that it was another I just do not like forced forgiveness it's probably another word for that, but it's that's the best I can come up with. Force forgiveness. I just no, that's some bullshit. But she ended up doing it. Um, and she's staying at that house, her mom's house or whatever. And so he's still trying to make it right. She's like, No, I can't do this with you. I'm not going to do this with you. You know, it's just, it's too much hurt. There. It's too much hurt there. And at that point I was wishing he would have gave that shit up. Cause was just like, all right. Cause she keeps saying the same thing and I'm tired of hearing it. So yeah, just let her ass go and just let it be what it was. So she ends up coming back to St. Parkland and she meets a rapper, which she didn't know he was a rapper. Like she didn't know him. He was just cute. And she decided to give him a chance and go on a date with him. So their date happens to be an award show. And at that award show, she sees Hero. And I think what Hero called her, like gave her a shout out, but like called her out. And so the guy is like, Oh, you ain't tell me that you knew the homie. Like, girl, I can't do this. You know. And he left her there by herself, which was fucked up. But um, so hero ends up taking her home. I think they have, do they have sex at that point? I think they do have sex. But once again, he's like, you know, I love you. I want to be with you. I'm not going to let you go. And she's like, still, I can't do this. You are mar- You didn't tell me you were married. Because, um, you know, I think by then he had got a divorce or was in the process of getting a divorce. He's like, you know, show me nothing. You didn't tell me. You still didn't tell me. So she still wasn't going for it. So he's like, all right. Oh, I forgot to mention. So let's go back to when they were getting to know each other. He took her to St. Ab, which is like a street or a part of town that he grew up on. So, um, uh, what was that? He was like, you know, I took you to the one place where I felt safe at, or, you know, like I took you to meet my people. So I never did that with, uh, with old girl. Like she don't get that part of me. Like I only did that with you. So, I'm saying that to say we're at the end of the book where it's his birthday and he's looking around, hoping to see her at the birthday party and she's not there. So he's sad and he gets a text message of his old house. So, but it's from an unknown number. So he's like, man, what the fuck going on around here? So he tells his driver, you know, drive past the house or whatever. he's like, we got action. He's like, I don't know what's going on. So he gets, um, when they get there, his driver, like slash bodyguard, tells him, you know, no, nah, you stay in the car. Let me go check this out. See what this is. Make sure you ain't walking into a trap. And so he gets out first, like looks around and then tells hero to get out the car. Hero gets out the car and goes up to the porch to see Yasmin there. Sitting there with a cupcake. And you know, he grinning big as hell. Like, you know, I thought she wasn't coming. I thought I wasn't going to see you. You know, this is the best part of my birthday. I love you. And she gives him the cupcake. She's ready to move forward with their situation. She loves him too. And she doesn't want to give it up. So we have the epilogue where they're now married and she is giving birth to the newest edition of their family. And everything's great and everything's right with the world and yeah, but yeah, Yasmin pissed me the fuck off. I was like, girl, you are loot, baby. You was taking loss after loss after loss, and it was just like, damn, girl, when is it gonna be your turn? But also some of the choices you made were not good choices. But I'm glad you got, you know, what you wanted in the end, which is love and three children, because you gotta look after them badass twins. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.